I'm Angie Robertson, and you're listening to Spirit-Led Life, Episode 8. What would it look like to have a heavenly board of directors? Or what does that even mean? Well, on today's episode, I actually have a special guest, Dr. Ebony L. Truss, and I am so excited to have her join us and share what that looks like. I figured it was a really great way to wrap up what we've been learning about the Trinity, and she can share with us how that we can apply that to our everyday lives. So I'm excited to bring her to you, and let's go to the show. I'm very excited today. This is my very first guest on the podcast, and I'm nervous and excited all at the same time, and I can't wait for you to meet her. So I'm just going to give a little introduction before we dive into the interview and share a little bit about who our guest is. So it is Dr. Ebony L. Truss, and she is a woman of purpose, passion, and a global voice of knowledge and wisdom, especially in the marketplace. And her teaching and training empowers leaders to rediscover what they were born to say and do so that they show up in the world powerfully purposefully, and productively. She is the author of two transformational books. She has a particular and power-filled calling and capacity to lead you into rediscovering your authentic self so that you can lead in a way that leaves a generational legacy. She is an international speaker and best-selling author, but more importantly, Dr. Ebony L. is the wife to James and mom to two amazing and handsome sons. So I'm very excited to welcome and introduce you. I personally know Ebony because I work with her in Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, and I have watched her as a mentor in there for uh, several years now. And so I'm super excited. When I learned about this, I mean, when we were talking and sharing in previous episodes about the Trinity, I knew that I wanted to kind of wrap this kind of mini series, if you will, on the Trinity up with having Ebony on to be able to share the Heavenly Board of Directors and how you can apply what we've learned to your life and it's every day and how God wants to talk to us every day. So I am so excited for you to join me. Before we dive into the interview, I want to make sure that you like and share this podcast so others can find us. It means so much to me when you take the time to just share, leave a comment, leave a review, It it truly does help us to be able to be found by other people. And we're getting some really great reviews. And I'm so excited that more and more people are starting to find us. So I appreciate very much if you leave a review or follow us. Now let's go to the interview. Well, welcome, Ebony, to Spirit Led Life. I am so excited that you are here. You are my very first guest on the podcast. I I get to set the precedent. Yes, Yes, you do. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Absolutely. And I couldn't think of a better person to have on to kind of round out what everybody has been learning through the podcast episodes about Holy Spirit and how God's a triune God and how it's a Trinity. He's a a Trinity and there's each person of that Trinity. And I love um, that you have a unique way of communicating with the Trinity. And we'll get to that in a second. But I first want to just kind of, I've Everybody's been introduced formally to you, but I just kind of want to open the floor and just allow you to share for a little bit kind of your faith journey, if you will, 
and okay. uh, so that we can get to know you a little bit better. Okay, cool beans. Now, here's a question, though, Angie. Now, do you want the official, you know, like the the suit and tie version? Oh, no. Or do you want, like, the flip-flops and leggings? We want the flip-flops <laughs> and leggings. <laughs> now, listen, I told Ebony that I've been sick, and I did, not to make me laugh because I might start coughing. So here she's already doing it. I, yeah. You know, listen, listen. I, if it's not a party, I'm not coming. That's it. That's just it. If yes. I can't laugh, I'm not coming. Yeah. Um, like my my mentor says. Okay, so well, of course, as you all know, my name is Ebony L. Trust, and you got to say the L because it's sexy. So as long as you call me Ebony L, you can leave the doctor, the apostle, all that stuff off. Just give me my L is all I ask. <laughs> um, so I am originally from Detroit, Michigan. I have been in Talladega, Alabama. Yes, where the NASCAR race is uh, woo, for a couple of decades now. And since I've been here, I have gotten married. So I'm married to my husband, James. It'll be 21 years uh, here soon. Yeah. And I have two sons. Both of them are freshmen. Gabriel is a freshman in college. Michael is a freshman in high school. And I am not old. Amen. So you're not. uh, uh, So what I get to do in the world... um, in a nutshell, is I get to steward the unbecoming movement. It is my mission. It is my mantle. It is my message. And essentially, what I get to do for individuals, for uh, small businesses, for um, you know organizations, is I get to equip them to rediscover their purpose, their power, and their potential. Um, I do that through a number of ways. I do that through consulting, through mentorship. I am the senior leader of Gathering of Kings, which is a ministry uh, based out of Talladega. Uh, What else do I do? Also, I am the uh, visionary founder of Capital Theta Kingdom Sorority. And all of these are uh, under the auspices, if you will, of unbecoming, right? Mm -hmm. So again, they are all uh, different manifestations, if you will, of what I get to do and say in the earth based on who I be. Mm, I love that. Yes. Tell me a little bit, like Unbecoming, where, how did that name come about? Oh, this is such a good story. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, back in August of 2020, I was a part of the first, um, iteration of Brand with Grace with Tasha L. Glover. And uh, we were headed into our first session together. And I had not done my homework, Angie. I had not looked at my journal. (laughs) I had not done anything. And so a couple of hours beforehand, I said, okay, because as much as I am a good teacher, I'm also a great student, right? So I get my journal out. I say, okay, let me at least like, uh, like go through the first part of it. And so I open up the journal and uh, as I'm reading through, I see this quote from Tasha. And it's not that it was a quote that I hadn't seen before or heard her say before. You know how sometimes when Holy Spirit is like, boom, like, Mm -hmm. right, like he takes his finger and highlights something. And I call it when something stands up straight and tall. 
And <laughs> this quote from her stood up straight and tall. It stood up off the page. It walked around my desk <laughs> chair. It swung from the rafters uh, where she says that God shared with her, people are branding who they want to become instead of who I've called them to be. And I read that again, I'd heard it before. I'd read it before, but that particular day, like Holy Spirit wanted to uh, invite me into a further conversation around that. Mm. And so um, then, so dad says to me, Ebony, this is what you did, right? Basically left the place of being and be, and started to become. And uh, he also said, what was the message that I gave you in the beginning? I haven't changed my mind. Hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, well, my God today, literally, literally my God today. So when he talks about, like when dad talked about, quote, the beginning, he was referencing back in 2013 when uh, he first called me into this industry, right? And uh, I didn't know um, what I was doing, essentially, you know, <laughs> I, I was doing it, but I didn't know how to make a business around it. As far as speaking, training, mentoring, those kind of things were very natural to me. Like I had been mentoring women all over the country, but I wasn't getting paid for it. And so like, it was as if that was giving me this upgrade saying, okay, like let's make this official. And I want you to, to actually do this, do this. Mm -hmm. But not knowing that God is the God of business, I went out to the gurus and, you know, to the experts, to try to figure out how to get this done. Mm -hmm. And so the original message that I had was that of significance, right? I wrote a book called The Significance Factor back in 2015. And it was all about um, discovering, with my language then, discovering your purpose and then doing something with it, right? And so unbecoming is the upgrade if you will, mm -hmm. to that conversation. Because in 2020, when um, dad said, I haven't changed my mind, like we're going back to the original message. But now, because I had gone from uh, like 2013 all the way up to 2018, becoming, I had to then unbecome. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I was becoming what uh, the gurus, the experts. Oh, my gosh, Angie, I changed my moniker. I know a good seven or eight times mm -hmm. I changed uh, my offers uh, because I was told by my coaches like, hey, like what are people actually coming to you for? Like, what do they what do you do that they want to do? Well, speaking. OK, so I shifted my whole platform to like, teaching people how to speak, how to how to get paid to speak. Like it, it was a complete shift over into this whole other realm and area. And um, it was just, it was a monkey. It was a whole monkey is mm -hmm. what it was. And so that day, as I'm starting with this Brand With Grace content, um, like after Holy Spirit highlighted that, and that's like, listen, here's what happened. And Here's what we're doing now. And so I had to take my own journey or, or start my own journey because unbecoming is a lifestyle of process. It's not a one and done type thing. And so once I said yes to the process, I had to 
literally begin the process of unbecoming, mm-hmm. unlearning uh, all that stuff, um, undoing all of the mindsets and the thought processes that I had adopted and developed that weren't like him, that didn't sound like God. And, and if, you know, like, well, since I'm honest, didn't really sound like me mm-hmm. often, you know what I mean? And so the, the term unbecoming came from the description of what the process is and what it looks like, the lifestyle of process that it is. And it's not just for business, even though like the board started that conversation with me around business, unbecoming applies to every single facet of life, spirit, soul, body, socially, and financially. I could see where, for example, spiritually, I would go to service and, and uh, see people worshiping. I'm like, dang, I wish I could cry like they do. Dang, I want to feel you like they do, God, right? I come home as a wife, as a mom. I want to be Claire Huxtable. Right? <laughs> I want to, you know, I want I mean. I, yeah, you know, like I, I want my house to be perpetually clean. Mm-hmm. Like I, want, I want dinner to always be on the stove, like all the time, all the things, right? Um, so, so there are, when we think about becoming, there are places in our lives throughout our lives from where, you know, from being small, like we're told you should be like Mm so-and-so. Why don't you be like your brother or be like your sister or like in a classroom, you know, everybody should be like Sally or Johnny because they make all A's. Like we're always, every commercial that we see shows us how we're not enough. There are so many conversations in the world that, that tell us and, and reiterate to us that we're not enough when God is saying, that's a lie. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm I'm here to partner with God to, to let the world know that, no, that's a lie. The lie is called becoming and who you be is who you be. You came here that way and you and there are things that only you are anointed to say and do, that you have the authority to say and do. There, there is a sphere of influence, a territory that belongs to you where, where God wants to equip you to show up and show out, period. I told you, Angie, if you don't Man. stop. Listen, go. I, I mean, I had questions and you went ahead and answered them before I even asked. Oh, okay. them. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, that was one of the things I, I'm so glad you touched on that, that, I mean, that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm going to unpack in, in future episodes is that God is a holistic God. He wants every yes. area of our life, not yes. just our business, yes. not yes. just our personal. He wants to be in every area of our life. And I Absolutely. love how you you spoke to that. And it's not, even though you're a business owner and you're called entrepreneurship, that may not be everybody, but it's still, this still applies. The unbecoming still applies. And I love how mm-hmm. you, you touched on that, that even from a young age that we are taught in school, you know, you should get good grades and you should be like this person and you need to aspire to this, be this. And, mm-hmm. and, and we slowly, our, our identity that God's given us is just being chipped and chipped and chipped. Yep. away until exactly we start that. to conform to what the the world says, you know? Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love that you say that. Um, and I also love that, you know, every now and then I heard you say dad, and I love that because I, <laughs> you know, that's something that um, I, I talked about on a, a past episode is how 
Um, I, I have a name that I call God. I call him Poppy because he's my Poppy. Yes. You know? like, yes. And it's that level of intimacy that we want to cultivate with him. I mean, and I just love that that you're you have that. And I knew that you have that. So that's why I had you on. So um, Yay. And you taught you touched on it just a, a minute ago about your board of directors. Um, mm-hmm. which is something I want you to definitely talk more about. Can you speak a little more of that? Like, what is what is the board of directors to you? How did that come about? And then, you know, how does each person in the board of director, um, how do you identi- or um, interact with them? Okay, got you. Okay, so uh, I mentioned how when I first launched out into this beat, I didn't know that, you know, God had any interest at all in anything outside of church. I thought God only played at church and anything besides that he was not interested in. And so um, in 20, at the top of 2018, uh, my business just kind of like started drying up. I wasn't doing anything differently operationally, uh, but my clients like weren't renewing. Like, yeah, we still love you, Evan Ed, but we, you know, like we're done or whatever. And I'm just like, what? I mean, I went from like zip, like commas to zero. Like, mm-hmm. And my husband uh, was like, are you insane? Like what's happening? Like what, <laughs> why is all this happening? I'm like, I don't know. And so I went to God and I'm saying, okay, where, where do you want me to go with this? Like, are you asking me to switch up? Like, am I doing a different industry? Like, are we, is my assignment here up? Like what's happening? And so over time, uh, our conversation was, uh, as it uh, developed, there was this invitation to do business with God. And that invite actually came from Holy Spirit. I know now at the time, you know, it was like, just like the one God. (laughs) So Holy Spirit, you know, invites me into partnership. And I'm saying, do people even partner with you on business? Like, (laughs) when did you start being interested in business? Like, what Mm. is that about? And so I, I, I said, okay, well, if this is what you want me to do, I need you to show me some people, uh, who are doing this because I don't know where they are. And I was in the Uversion app uh, toward the middle of 2018 in the Uversion app. And I found uh, Shabine's Grace Over Grind devotional and or, or the devotional based on her book, Grace Over yeah. Grind. Uh, and I, I did the whole devotional in like one day and like an hour. <laughs> I worked through the whole, I was like so captivated. I reached out to her. Um, had the opportunity to be on her podcast, all the things. And she invited me uh, to be in her world, KDE, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm just kind of diving in, like, show enough. I'm with Holy Spirit. Like, we're doing our thing, you know, uh, business meetings with God, all the things. And then one day I was sitting at my desk and, you know, at, per usual and uh, communing with Holy Spirit, just kind of asking questions, doing a thing. And I just had this awareness that dad and Jesus wanted to be a part of the conversation. Mm. Had never happened before. Just I just kind of like, just kind of like, aha, I guess is, is my best way to describe it, but an awareness. And I'm saying, okay, yeah, like, yeah, just come on, 
yeah, y'all come on too. Sure. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that, right? Um, and from that point on, uh, I began to include all of them in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And the way when I originally started, in order to get used to uh, having uh, business meetings with God, when it was just Holy Spirit and I, as far as I knew, I had this sense that Holy Spirit always sat to my right. And so I would turn to my right to actually have a conversation, turn back you know, to the center to type on my laptop or you know, find some or whatever. But I would literally practice Holy Spirit's presence by turning to talk to Holy Spirit. So that over maybe a few weeks, I'll say, of inviting everybody to the to the table. Mm-hmm. I had this awareness that dad would like stand cat a corner to me to my left and that Jesus would sit in front of me while Holy Spirit was still to my right. Mm-hmm. And so I just started calling instead of business meetings, I started calling them board meetings. Cause it wasn't just me and Holy Spirit anymore. <laughs> it was like, you know, all these people, you know, all, all the folks, all the folks, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started saying, well, hey, like my heavenly board of directors. Mm-hmm. And so I would call our directors meeting to order. Whatever they had on the agenda would be our agenda. Sometimes our agendas agreed. Oftentimes they did not. And so it would be, <laughs> okay, that's fine. What are we doing, right? And so, so I... I I just start calling them uh, the HBOD, my heavenly board of of directors, and I call them the board for short. Um, And so that's how uh, that has come about. Uh, You know, there are some other kind of elements that go into it now, but right at the beginning, like that's how I practiced uh, their presence. I would look over at dad. um, I would face Jesus, like all the things, um, when I needed encouragement or courage, I would extend my hands in front of me and grab Jesus's hands. Um, I would stand up and hug my dad, you know, just just like literally all the things and literally practicing their presence. Um, and then over time, I started to understand, like, say, for example, if I was at Walmart and, you know, I, I talked to dad all the time so <laughs> there are times like i'll put my airpod in my ear as i'm walking through walmart and just talk so that people will think that <laughs> I'm, I'm on the phone so <laughs> so so that's a you good know, tip <laughs> yes yes absolutely so um i began to to understand like the nuance of their responses right of mm-hmm. course they are all one the three in one as it's taught, right? Yeah. So they're never going to um, disagree with each other. It's because sometimes people have this misconception when I talk about this, that I'm saying that Holy Spirit says one thing and, and like dad will come in and correct or, you know, like have a different mm-hmm. kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. And the way that I describe it is it's not that it's more like a yes and. Like Holy Spirit will say something, okay, yes, and, right? So it's it's more a different perspective Mm -hmm. than a different conversation, an additional perspective. And what I realized as like we kept, as we just kept meeting and moving forward is that initially in just meeting with Holy Spirit, I had one third 
Like I was only accessing one third of the wisdom, the knowledge, the insight, the strategy that I actually had access to. Mm. Only a third of it. Wow. Right. Over this Holy Spirit. But now with the board, I have like, it's like a field day. It's like, okay, (laughs) you know, like, hold on, y'all just, just stop. You know, it's kind of (laughs) like, you know, because that is a, a, the God of abundance. He doesn't Mm. know how to half do anything. Mm. Right. And and because uh, scripture says in Jeremiah uh, 33, call to me and I'll answer you and show you great and mighty things that you didn't know. Mm. He didn't say call to me and I'm just say yes or no. Yeah. He said, call to me and I'm going to answer you and give you a whole bunch of other stuff along with that. Now that's the ELT version, folks. Don't quote me. <laughs> Don't quote me. Okay. Cause you'll get put out the church. Don't quote me. Stay with your AMP, KJV, NLT, MSG, TPT, all those. Do not quote the ELT. Okay. So I'm going to answer you. I'm going to tell you what you're asking. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to add some additional onto that. Mm-hmm. As much as you want, as much as you can take, as mm-hmm. much as, as is appropriate right now. Yeah. Right. So if 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 I can have more than just that third, I, I want more than just the third. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? so, yes, yes. Yeah. And so how did, what does that, so if, if you were to give an example of what that looks like, like if you had a, a topic or something, how is each person of the Trinity kind of presenting to, to you and speaking to you? I mean, you know, you've just described God as he's a God of abundance. He's going to give us, mm-hmm. you know, more, like more than what we're asking, but as much as we can handle and that mm-hmm. he wants to reveal. Um yes. And I'd love to know, like, what? how is Jesus showing up? How is the Holy Spirit showing up? Like, I'd love to hear if you have, like, an example of what that looks like a, of a topic or something. Let's just take, for example, Gathering of Kings. Gathering of Kings uh, was, was I want to say it wasn't on my radar, but I think I would be lying. Uh, it probably <laughs> was on my radar. However, Gathering of Kings is a conversation that I primarily have with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the church belongs to him. Mm-hmm. We are his body, right? And so because of that, when I'm asking uh, for wisdom, like when we first started, Jesus told me, don't fire hose the people. Mm-hmm. Like He literally told me that. Don't fire hose them. 15, 20 minutes of teaching. And then dad chimed in and with the yes and, right? So Jesus is like uh, 15, 20 minutes of teaching that saying, let it be uh, primarily experiences with me. Mm. Okay. Right. Father's heart. Right. So, so he yeah. wants to be with his children. Yeah. Um, and so then Holy Spirit helps me to, to craft my messages such that I can allow, for, because what I know for certain is that Part of what I get to do is to facilitate God experiences and God encounters. And so so everything that I get to do, mentor, consultants, uh, leading, uh, the gathering, doesn't matter. I get to facilitate God encounters. It is a part of who I be. 
Mm. And so then I'm, I'm talking to Jesus about his people, about his church, you know, how to not fire hose them, how to, uh, you know, how to deliver in such a way uh, that it makes the most of our time. And I partner with Holy Spirit to craft that. And then I allow for experiences with that in inside of the messages, like actually uh, asking that questions, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And so that's just a really quick example right yeah of of how that would look if you were talking to somebody and they're new at this kind of embracing the trinity and coming to them as a board of directors what would you recommend how would you recommend they start to start to incorporate them as a board and and instead of getting just that one third get the whole thing i would say to say yes. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is to uh, not just be aware that that's the opportunity, but also be aware that that's the invitation that we have and to say yes to it. Right. Because I'm, you know, I'm aware that there mm-hmm. is all kind of teaching out here about Jesus, about dad, about Holy Spirit and what they will and won't do and that and all the things, mm-hmm. right? I can't speak to that. Uh, scripture calls us witnesses. And so mm-hmm. all I can do is attest to what I have experienced and the goodness of my father that I have experienced. Mm-hmm. And so I, while I do recognize that this might sound, you know, a bit off the wall. <laughs> you know, just, just, just call it a bit yeah. off the wall. Yet it's real. And it's the invitation yeah. that we get to have, uh, uh, get to say yes to. So the first thing I would do is, or, or I would recommend is to just say yes. Mm-hmm. And like, if you have a space or a place that like maybe you're not a business owner, maybe, you know, uh, you're a teacher, as an example, and you're in your classroom. Invite them all in. Invite Holy Spirit in. Invite Dad. Invite Jesus in. And like before the day starts, or maybe on your planning time, just take a minute and ask them. Okay, I know you're here. Where are you in the room? Mm-hmm. They'll show you where where they are. You know, and it just practice engaging in that way. Like say yes. And then practice at home, uh, at Walmart, wherever, wherever you find yourself, right? Where Okay, Jesus, where are you right now? Mm. You know, Holy Spirit, where are you right now? Dad, where are or, or, you? Know, Father, God, where are you right now? What are you doing? What are mm. you thinking about? You know, just, just engaging them in friendship. Mm. Don't make stuff so official and, you know... Uh, Stuff shirtish. Yeah. That's not even a word, but still. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. Yes. You yeah. know, just because uh Jesus told us in scripture, I don't call you servants, I call you friends. Mm-hmm. So how do you relate to your friends? Yeah. It's the same way. Get your friends in your house. Yeah. Let them sit down, you know, go on the fridge or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the same kind of, of feel, if mm. you will. Yes. I love that description. I, yeah, I shared 
in a previous episode how I came across like Colin and Poppy. I was like, you know, father was just too formal for me. And, you know, dad was good, but I just, I wanted something a little bit more intimate that really Mm -hmm. was something that he and I, you know, that was what I called him and he knew that what that meant. And so Poppy, it was, and it's just, that's, I just, that's just stuck. So yeah, yeah, but it's I, I that's what I desire for everybody to have that level of intimacy and we all can have that level of intimacy. Absolutely. That mm-hmm. actually was um an area of unbecoming for me. Mm. Um because you know, I I call God like most people call mm-hmm. God God. You know what I mean? Yep. Um and uh I I was challenged or invited, I'll say, um to ask that this question uh, back in 2017, I want to say, um, God, who do you want to be uh, to me? You've never been able to be before. Mm. And the first thing he said to me was father. And I'm like, nah, come on. Now that had to be the tacos that I ate last night or something <laughs> because, you know, everybody knows that you're father. Yeah. Like scripture says, Father, Jesus said father, mm-hmm. the pastor said father, mm-hmm. my grandmama and them said, everybody knows that you're quote father God. Every time I pray, I say father God. But at the same time, I was willing to investigate. Mm-hmm. I was willing to say yes to the invitation. And over time, it was just kind of like, okay, knowing God as father for me was only secondhand information. Mm. Why? Because I only knew him as father based on what scripture says. That's somebody else's testimony. Oh, yeah. What grandmama them said, somebody else's testimony. What the pastor calls him, somebody else's testimony. Mm-hmm. Right? I did I had not had any experience with the fatherhood of God mm. ever. Ever. Right? That I could you know, like readily um, describe or, you know, just kind of like saying, yes, I, like I know he's a father because it was just very, all my experiences have been very generic, you know, very general, right? Yeah. And so uh, I made the decision to surrender and to yield to fathering experiences with God. And so, I mean, and and having him like literally walk with me through things as a father, because also by the same token, I didn't have, I didn't grow up with a father in my house. Yeah. And the the man who I was told was my father, turns out later, was not my father. So I, I got all this misaligned uh identity, all, like all these things uh, that are convoluted around even the word father. Yeah. And so it definitely was was not only uh, secondhand information as it uh, pertains to God, but it was also like very convoluted, Yeah, like the term father for me personally. And yeah. so for, for him to say, I want to be your father, like that, I mean, oh my gosh, that, you know, it's just yeah. like, yes, you know. And so when I call him dad, it's because like over a two year span, like he, he showed me over and over and over again, 
that yes, I am your father and I love you and you are mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so so and and I got you. So when I call him dad, it's like it's a whole thing. I yeah. mean it. It's not, yeah. you know, form or fashion. It's not, yep. it's not for me just another way to call God. No, yeah. like he's my dad. Period. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I, I I totally identify with that. I was the same yes. way. I, I I called my earthly dad dad, and so for me, dad didn't cut it because my earthly dad was less than a dad. So yeah. the term yeah. dad just didn't, and father was beyond. Like I couldn't even. So when I really started to grasp that he is my father, and like yes. like you said, yes. I had I I had to have a term that would signify that I really believed that he was yes. my dad and my father. Yes. And that's where, that's where Pop. I didn't want to associate it with what I knew to be his dad. I wanted mm-hmm. it to be what I had grown to experience and learn and, oh, that's so and love. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this has been, this has been so, so no. amazing. And, yes. and you have definitely, um, hit every question before I even answered it. It was like, it was just God divine and Holy Spirit spoke through you for sure. Cause I mean, it's just, he knew exactly what needed to be said and laid it out there. And I, I just, I loved the conversation we had and I just Amen. want to thank you. And I want to check in with you and see if you had any other, anything else that's coming up for you that Holy Spirit's laying on you. You want to share as we wrap up. Uh, what's coming up for me is, uh, I wanted to say revelation and, Mm -hmm. and I guess maybe for some people it is Mm -hmm. a revelation. Um, but, but the truth Mm. that you belong to God, you are his, you are a son, you are a daughter. And every great parent talks to their children. Every great parent talks to their children. And so because you are more than a servant, even even past friendship, you are a son, feel free to talk to your father Mm. with the anticipation that he's going to respond Absolutely. So good. An excellent way to end. So thank you, Ebony L. Truss. Yes. For joining yes. us today. Thank you, Angie. This is so much fun. Yes. Thank you. Wasn't that just the most delicious interview? I knew it was going to be so great to have Ebony on. And as we were talking, I was writing questions that I wanted to follow up. And she would actually answer the questions before I could even ask them. So I knew the Holy Spirit was in our conversation And I'm so excited to have brought her to you to share, because I think it's really important for us to hear others' testimonies of how God is showing up in our lives. And it encourages us and inspires us to actually lead a spirit-led life. Now, in this week's Heavenly Position System Challenge, I am going to pick up what Ebony said. I want you, of course, as always, to take out your journal. You know me, I'm a big, big advocate for journaling. Take about 15 minutes at least in a quiet space if possible. And let's ask that question that Ebony so wonderfully shared with us. Write this down. God, 
Who do you want to be to me that you've never been able to be before? Now, wait to see what the answer is. And it may not come right away, and that's okay. God will get you the answer. He promises us that if we seek him, he can be found. So know that that answer will come. But take some time and really marinate on that question because it's super important. God wants to be everything to us. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. And be sure to tune in each week so we can learn together how to have a spirit-led life.